Good morning. Good morning. So the parsha begins in If you go, if you if you follow, if you go in the ways of my laws. Now there are three types of mitzvahs, three categories of mitzvahs. Meaning Hashem asked us to do many things, right? The 613 commandments, those who started, we just started a new cycle of learning Rambam. And we just, uh, the cycle of learning three chapters a day. And the first four days, um, the first, really the second, third, and fourth day, we go through all the mitzvahs. We read all the mitzvahs. It's one of the longest Rambams. Today's one of the longest Rambams. We read through all the mitzvahs again. So there's 613 commandments, and of these, they're divided into generally, there's a, three categories. In Hebrew, they're known as chukim, um, edois, and mishpatim. What they are is, there's one category of mitzvahs, which is that which is self-understood, logical. Meaning there's many things that the Torah instructs, which, even if the Torah would not have instructed it, we would have figured out as moral human beings to do on our own. For example, can anyone come up with an example? Kill, Very good. Don't kill, don't steal, don't cheat, be respectful, don't be jealous of other people, um, respect your parents, right? All these things are all logical things that the Torah wouldn't have said. And an upright moral human being would have figured out to do it on their own. Once the Torah um, commands us to do it, we only do it because Hashem said so. We'll get to that. Um, the second category of mitzvahs is that which we perhaps would not have come up with on our own, but once they were commanded, they make sense. And we understand why we do them, and we could, we could connect to them in a logical way. For example, Shabbos. Shabbos is not something we would have come up with on our own, but once the Torah says it, it makes sense. Yeah, God rested, so we rest. We, we're declaring our faith in the, in, in the existence of God and the creation of the world. And it's a time of rest, especially now, the whole, it's a very, very trendy, right, to take a day off. Um, so, the, the, and there's many other holidays, all the holidays make sense. They're commemorating something, right? They, 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 every society, every, every nationality, every country has the days they commemorate. So, uh, July 4th, etc., we commemorate days in the Jewish, as the Jewish people. So, these are days, which are, these are mitzvahs, which uh, perhaps, we w- not perhaps, we would not have come up with on our own, but once the Torah instructs us to do them, there's a lot of sense to them, a lot of rationale, and it's not something that we have to, like, push ourselves to do. They make sense. We're celebrating something. There's, there's logic to them. Then there's a third category of mitzvahs, and that is those mitzvahs which have zero sense. They, have, they, they don't make sense. Shatna is very good. Shatna is the mitzvah. Kashrus. The Isra, yeah, Kashrus. Kosher is one of those. And the biggest example of these is Tumah and Tara, Mikvah. Mikvah is one of the biggest ones. That, that there's literally no logic involved, right? When you, when you go in the Mikvah, okay, it's cleansing. Well, if, 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 when you call, some people come out of the Mikvah, they feel like they need a shower. <laughs> it's not that cleansing. Depends where you go. Um, um, but uh, all, uh, what, what were you dirty with that the mikvah took off, right? There was no, there was no dirt, it was tumah. It's, it's all spiritual, it's all godly. There's not really much logic involved in tumah and tara, like all the, the many other examples that, that everyone mentioned. So chukim is those mitzvahs which are statutes, laws. Those are the mitzvahs which don't, make, don't have logic. Eidois are those which are testimonies. They, may, they, they wouldn't come up with on their own, but they make sense. Mishpatim are those which are um, justice, the laws, the ones that make sense that we would have come up with on our own. These are the three different laws. Okay, now that we understand these three different categories, let's look at the parasha. It says, 
that opens with specifically talking about the Bichu Kaisai, those laws which are done in, uh, which don't make sense, which don't have logic. Now the question is that the parsha when it opens, it's referring to all the mitzvahs. Mm-hmm. It's referring to all the mitzvahs. It's not only referring to one category of mitzvahs, right? So the parsha should have said, in mitzvahisai telechu. The truth is that if you look a few words further, it says, Ves mitzvahisai teshmeiru. And the Rashi says at the beginning of B'chukais, it's not really referring to mitzvahs, it's referring to Tiyamelum B'toyrah. We won't go into that now. We'll talk more of a basic kipshat. Um, but in B'chukaisai Telechu, Luchar is referring to the entire Torah. Why use the word B'chukaisai, which narrows it down to the Chukim, to only those which are the mitzvahs that, are, that don't make sense, that don't have logic, are not, are not rational, cannot be rationalized. It should have given a more general term, which refers to all the mitzvahs, because essentially it really is referring to all the mitzvahs. Why is it uh, referring to all the mitzvahs here with B'chukaisai? And the truth is, this opens us up to a beautiful discussion and a beautiful topic, um, which is, can be elaborated on, but we'll discuss it very briefly, and it's a very important one, a very important one. And that is that um, very, the, these categories of mitzvahs really open us up to two um, ways of approaching our connection with God, our relationship with God, two ways of approaching Judaism, two ways of, of approaching our spiritual and uh, um, our... our Emotional life. And that is, one way is, one approach is, that I, I, I always want to be able to feel myself in it. I always want to be able to connect. I always want to be able to, to relate to it. And if it's something that I can't relate to, is not relatable, something which is abstract, something which I don't feel and I don't connect with, it can be very difficult for me to do. And I'm going to hold back from those things. I'm, I'm going to begin and only do those things which I relate to and which I connect with. And there could be, that's one approach. That approach is not so much of an obedient one, so to speak. That approach is not so much of a, of a selfless one. It's more selfish. It's more what I connect with, I do. What I don't connect with, I don't do. Um, and it's almost like in relationship with, a, with, a, with an employer, with a boss. But the person has a boss, and the boss has many tasks. And you say, well, those tasks which make sense, I'll do. The ones that don't make sense, I'm not going to do. Um, and it's, uh, I mean, depending on the job, it can make sense sometimes to, to react in that way. There's another approach, which is that uh, a totally different type of person, literally the opposite extreme, which is a person which says that I am committed, I am devoted, I am all in. And it doesn't, and it doesn't begin from me connecting or relating. Okay, once I'm involved, I'll try to relate, I'll try to connect, but it's not what's, what's, what's starting it, it's not what's the basis and foundation of the relationship. It's that I'm devoted, committed, and therefore I'm doing it. No questions asked. Now that I'm in, okay, I'll try to connect, but that's not what's the basis of the relationship. Now, the question is, which is the Jewish way? Which is the, and the truth is, they both are. They both are. I mean, we have, Shavuos is coming up, Nasav and Nishma. That when we received the Torah, when the Jews received it for the first time, they, um, they, they said these words. They said, we will do, and then we will hear. Right? We're going to commit ourselves, and then we'll, we'll figure it out and see if we understand it. But what Bukhukha teaches is something very deep. That it's one thing to tell me that, okay, you need to push yourself to be devoted and committed and do those mitzvahs that don't make sense and you can't rationalize and you can't connect with. Do it because you're committed and you're connected to God. But when it comes to those mitzvahs which do make sense... Over there, like I wouldn't even think twice. Of course, I'm going to do them in a way that I connect. I'm going to do them in a rational way. I'm going to do, I'm going to do them because I relate to them. Comes the Torah and says, It comes and says and calls all the mitzvahs. 
It comes in and tells us that the truth is that even those mitzvahs, which make sense, even those parts of Judaism which I can connect and relate with, even those parts need to be approached also as chukim, need to be approached b'chukaisai, need to be approached as the same way you would approach doing those mitzvahs which cannot be rationalized and you don't relate with. Meaning that there's a huge advantage and a huge pro that, um, that, that is associated with a person committing themselves and the person throwing themselves into something, regardless, devoting themselves, regardless of whether you understand. And therefore, to, to, to be able to take the bulk of Judaism, so to speak, that which I could relate to and say, I'm doing this in a relatable way. And I'm doing this in a rational way. You're limiting it. You're limiting your practice. And you're limiting the relationship only to that which you understand. Comes the Torah and says that you need to approach Bukhukaisa, you need to approach everything in a way of Bukhukaisa. We're precisely referring to the entire Judaism with the word Bukhukaisa. Because even the things that you do understand, you need to relate to in a way of commitment, in a way that I'm doing it as a part of a strong relationship with God that goes way beyond any of my comprehension, any of my understanding. Yes, I want to relate. But the premise of everything is Bukhu Kaisai. The premise of everything is that I'm, I, I'm devoted, I'm connected. This is me. Meaning when you feel something is you, when you feel something is, is, is not that you're adapting, when you feel something is you, then the understanding and rationalizing is the second step. Because it's you, and you can't separate yourself from it. That's the connection we need to have with Judaism. And this is where the word Bukhu Kaisai also is associated and can be connected with the word Chakika, which means something which is engraved. There's two ways of letters that can be written. One is in the way where it's ink on paper, and the second way is where it's engraved. And the big difference is that when it's ink on paper, the ink is an added substance to the paper. And therefore, it could be rubbed off, it could be worn out, it could be, right? But when something's engraved, no matter what you do, it'll always be there unless you fill it up. But it's attached, it's a part of the actual material. It's not an added substance. It's still added. It's still added, it's an added substance. Even a permanent marker with chemicals that probably could be removed. Are you talking about the devotion like the frogs during Pesach? Uh, they were committed, they jumped straight okay. to the fire. Okay, yeah, that's a good example. <clears throat> so we need to, so we, so we need to uh, uh, associate ourselves with, with Judaism, with our connection with God in an engraved way. That it's so engraved in us, and it's so deeply engraved in us, that it's literally a part of us. It's not an added substance. And that's what we need to approach the entire Judaism. And I'll add one point. This is, this is something which is explained in a length in Chassidus, that, that the truth is, even those mitzvahs that make sense, you ready for this? This is, I think you were saying, even those mitzvahs that make sense, in truth, because they come from God, God is something which is beyond rationale, beyond logic. God created logic. So of course everything from Him is beyond logic. So if something is coming from God Himself that He wants us to do something, even if it makes sense, the truth is, the essence of the mitzvah is beyond rationale. The fact that it makes sense is, so to speak, God commanding us to use our mind to think about it and understand it. So therefore, even the way we approach those mitzvahs which make sense and try to uh, rationalize them and understand them is almost like because we're committed to God, God commands us to understand these mitzvahs. He allowed those mitzvahs to be understood. But really, the essence of the mitzvah is totally beyond, uh, beyond logic and beyond rationale. It's a bit of a deeper thought. But yeah, that's the, that's the idea. Okay.